I'm Karen Curtis, News Director for A50WFTL and the Hubbard Radio Cluster, and I have the honor of hosting this special podcast highlighting the ladies who are being honored by the executive women of the Palm Beaches Foundation with their Women in Leadership Awards. And today, I am speaking with the keynote speaker of this year's awards, Amy Heaver. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, You must be super excited that uh, the players and that Major League Baseball have come to an agreement because you, my dear, are the Players Trust Director for Major League Baseball. Yes, very excited. Very excited. The players are truly anxious to get back on the field. And you advance the players' wide range of interests in the community, right? That's correct, yes. So tell me a little bit about yourself. You've spent 20 years as a leader in growth and development of nonprofits. And as the keynote speaker, you know, what has your path been and what are you going to bring to this award ceremony? Yes, thank you very much. I have to say, uh, first and foremost, just how honored I am to be in the podcast one and how honored I am to represent the executive women of Palm Beaches. My career really began in South Florida, so it's really exciting to have the opportunity to kind of return to my roots, if you will, from a career perspective, and uh, hopefully do whatever I can to help their mission, both from an immediate sense of helping them to fundraise for the great work that they're doing and providing for scholarships for women and young in their careers, and also just to help generate more interest um, in growing that organization. So super excited about it. I, uh, I've had a, a really interesting storied career. I, I think probably what I would uh, um, define as perhaps unconventional or or nonlinear, but in the same breath, also something that's, that has a great deal of intentionality to it. And, uh, you know, it's a, a story I think I go back to very young in my, my childhood. I'm a, a Jersey girl by birth, <laughs> but uh, actually grew up in some of my formative years overseas in Japan, uh, attending an international school. And I mention that because I, I just can't state it enough as to how influential it has been in throughout my life and in my career path. It really exposed me to a world that was so much bigger than myself at the time. Um, and I, I kind of refer to it and say, wow, I was going to school with, with students from literally all over the globe, from countries that don't even exist with the same borders as they, they do now. And it's something that really set a mindset for me that I wanted to live and experience as many different things as I could. And that really did translate into my career and the choices and the opportunities that have presented themselves to me. I actually started in the private sector and thought that that was going to be my path. I was going to be uh, some big big wig in the business sector and really quickly realized and found out that my passion was in working for and serving the social sector and made an almost immediate pivot to working for a museum actually in South Florida. Um, and that was the start of really something great, something that has been so fulfilling to me and has really set the stage for how I wanted to progress uh, throughout the course of, of my career. How exciting. Do you find yourself as a leader using sports analogies <laughs> because <laughs> you are the director for the Players Trust? I mean, so you kind of facilitate relationships between the players and the community. We do all the time, probably to nauseam, I think. You know, before joining Major League Baseball Players Trust, uh, I was with the Philadelphia 76ers and New Jersey Devils. 
And if it wasn't baseball puns, it was basketball puns. So they, they certainly do abound. And I, I think it also, you know, half kidding is, speaks to how much we can lean for, for a lot of leadership messages, uh, if you will, that resonate with a lot of different people. I 100% agree. Sports really give you discipline, but they also teach you a hierarchy and leadership skills. Uh, tell me a little bit about what leadership means to you as a woman. Yeah, yeah, for, for, for certain. I would say, you know, just starting out in, in terms of leadership generally, right? It's how we social, socially influence others to achieve a goal. And, um, you know, in my approach to leadership, you know, certainly as a woman, there are certain, uh, a certain sense of heightened responsibility, I feel, uh, as a woman who has really carved out this path and, and had tremendous opportunity to, to rise in the ranks. And I feel a, a very big sense of responsibility in giving back and helping to, you know, extend that arm and help other people, other people rise up and to, you know, really remove some of the barriers that uh, I may have faced earlier on in my career so that one can really start to, um, I, I would say, advance their career trajectory perhaps a, a bit more quickly. There's a lot of challenges. There's a lot of problems out there in the world that we need to solve. And if I can do whatever I can in my part and my role to help people advance and get connected and understand what what has worked and what hasn't to build on that history so that we can just help create a, a better sustainable uh, future for more people that's 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 really uh, ultimately what I would like to and, and want to do I think from a really how I define leadership um, you know to me it's about one how you really set that the tone and clarity around the why the what and the why I've seen so many organizations that you know, are on that path to good, but maybe don't take that leap to great because there's still a lack of clarity that may exist around priorities or around what one respective roles are and how we can collaborate at a higher level. And so that's something that I find super, super critically important. Um, and also really number two is how you are empowering others, how you are setting others up for success so that, you know, the, the tide lifts all boats, as they say. I hear that from other leaders, other women that I speak to. They always talk about empowering other people to be their best. And I think that's a wonderful leadership quality. And I was going to ask you, what advice would you share with women who are looking to take that next step to become more of a leader in the workplace or in their respected field? Yeah, sure. I, I say, you know, if someone's really starting out new into their path, even if they know exactly what their end destination is, or if they don't, is not to overthink you know, the, that first role. I say you learn, honestly, just as much, maybe more so by what you don't want to do as much as you learn what you do want to be a part of. And that could be the environment, the culture, the type of organization, the type of role. So don't overthink it. Get, get out there. Get into it. Start learning. Start understanding yourself and what is going to really keep you motivated, keep you engaged, and keep you growing. And I say, secondly, is is don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. And of course, the culture of an organization certainly plays into that. But if you don't get out of your comfort zone, you stay in the box, and that box has has four you know proverbial walls to it. And you need to get out of that in order to continue innovating, again, continue growing on, on that theme yeah. um, and continuing to get to a higher end result. And there's a difference between leadership and telling people what to do, because if you're yeah. afraid of that, people really, uh, younger women underneath, really do appreciate 
help from someone who has experience. So always look at it as a positive, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And, and that's where that empowerment comes into play. It's setting that course and direction, you know, leading from the front, but, you know, help really setting folks up to understand, like, you are going to find out how, how we work together to get to that destination. I'm not going not gonna to give you the specifics on how to do it because you all are really the talent in the room um, and want you to be thought partners in this process. I think it's important to set from the get-go. Wonderful. And what advice would you give your younger self? Again, we're speaking with Amy Heaver. She is Major League Baseball's Player Association Players Trust Director and the keynote speaker for the Executive Women of the Palm Beaches Women in Leadership Awards. Yeah, what advice for my younger self? It's a it's a great, great question. Going back to, yes, definitely get out of your, your comfort zone. Don't be afraid to do so. And I say really important and a lesson and that I've learned over and over in my life, and I'm sure I'll continue to to get better at is balance, to make sure you are really filling the buckets in all aspects of your life, right? You can't be can't be solely focused on just your your work self. You got to be focused on how you're staying healthy, how you're staying fit, how you're getting that rest. And it, it's like, yeah, 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 we, we, we know that we get it. And it's like, no, no, no. You really, really have to have intentionality around establishing balance in all aspects of your life so that you can be the best version of yourself. Yeah, really, um, in, really good advice because a lot of women, their their whole life pie, half of it's taken up with a slice of work and it's, you know, you have to make it even. And you're working in a male-dominated field, baseball. So what does it take to be successful as a woman there? Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting question. I'll, I'll say that things certainly have evolved over the course of my career. Now, I've been in professional sports, uh, directly connected to professional sports for about seven, eight years now. And, and even over the course of that time, the environment has changed so much. Uh, I work for an incredibly diverse organization now, diverse in gender, diverse race, ethnicity, ethnicity diverse in every sense of, of the, the word and definition. And I had the tremendous opportunity to work for an organization previously with uh, Harris Blitzer Sports Entertainment that had a, had a very uh, good, strong dedication to uh, helping and supporting women grow and uh, have that seat at the table. So I, I would say to take a step back, generally over the course of my career, there's certainly many times where I can point to uh, that it was really challenging being a woman and, and trying to uh, figure out how to break that, you know, that glass ceiling, right. so to speak. With a bat. Um, but well, yeah, right, right. Uh. <laughs> I'll say in, in sports, you know, I, I think what I look to is really the, the many men, many men who have been mentors throughout the course of my career, but particularly in sports who want to help bridge that gap and the divides and want to really help foster that culture of seeing women be in leadership positions every step of the way. Because again, they know and understand it's only going to make us stronger. It's only going to make us better. And it's only going to see more impact and results at the end of the day. So, you know, while, yes, being in male-dominated organizations generally has been a factor, I'd say really over the course of my career, but more so my earlier years, I've found that the sports environment has been through and through positive for me in my experience. And it's really a matter of just continuing to push yourself and build your tribe of believers, build your tribe of mentors, um, men, women, 
across the board because that's that's what's going to continue to help help you get a grow up the ladder. Well, thank you so much for your perspective on leadership. You certainly are a beacon of hope for women who want to climb that ladder. And no wonder that you're the keynote speaker for the Executive Women of the Palm Beaches Women in Leadership Awards. We really appreciate your time on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it and looking forward to this event. Okay. Bye. Anticipation is building. The holidays are just around the corner, and at the Home Depot, we can't wait. With Black Friday savings all through November, you can count down to Christmas early with a Santa Countdown Inflatable Special Buy, only $69.98. Or anticipate when friends and family come to visit with an entrance full of LED lights that will welcome them and the holidays with open arms. Get the holiday magic started early. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Peloton, let's go! This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.